Pathway to Promise podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, episode number 88, Failure is Not Final. Hi, this is Kevin Murphy, author of The Three Rooms, where I help people change your thoughts to change your life. You're connected to the Pathway to Promise podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, helping you overcome adversity to find your promised life. You're on the Pathway to Promise with Dr. Brad Miller. Brad believes every person has a God-given promised life of peace, prosperity, and purpose, and that you must have a plan and a guide to get there. The Pathway to Promise podcast not only is your guide through the wilderness of depression and disappointment that stand between you and your promised life, but also brings you insights and direction from inspiring, successful thought leaders who have transformed their lives. Welcome to the Pathway to Promise. Now, here's Brad. Hello, good people. Welcome to Pathway to Promise with Dr. Brad Miller. Honor. I am honored to have you join me today in this episode number 88 of the Pathway to Promise, where we're going to talk about failure. Yes, failure. Specifically, how failure is not final. We'll get into that in just a second. Did want you to know here at the Pathway to Promise podcast that we are all about helping you, helping you to overcome adversity. Specifically, we know there are five D's of, of adversity. That is depression and divorce and De- uh, and debt, and then there's also disease, and then there's death. In some form or another, we all de- deal with those five Ds in one form or another. And to get through them, you need a plan, you need a process. I've developed a process I call the 40-Day Way, and we we'll say more about that as we go along in our podcast, about how you can move through adversity to achieve what we like to call your place, of peace, prosperity, and purpose that we believe comes from God. You can find out more about that by going to our website, pathwaypromise.com. We've got a free gift for you there. And also, you can also listen to some great interviews we've had with some great leaders who, in their own right, in their own life, have managed to overcome adversity to achieve success in life. One of the great adversities we have, though, is failure. Failure can crush us. But here's the thing. Failure is a common experience for all of us. I just, uh, as I record this, the World Series just concluded a, a few days ago, and the Washington Nationals were able to win every road game in the World Series to, uh, to win the World Series. One of the things I noticed, though, about baseball and general is that there is just a fine line between a person who's considered an excellent hitter and someone's considered an average hitter. And both of them revolve around the nuances of failure. An excellent hitter in baseball is considered if they hit 300 or better. That means they get a hit three out of 10 times. An average hitter would be a 200 hitter. That means they get a hit two out of 10 times. Just a relatively fractional difference between what's considered a success and what's considered mediocre. Mediocre. There's really only a slight difference then, friends, about how we perceive or how we deal with success in our lives. And a lot of it has to do with how we deal with failure. 
it's been said there's been a study that's been was done. It goes right along this thing. I'm talking about baseball. That said that unsuccessful people fail three out of five times, and successful people fail two out of five times. Did you get that? There's really only a small difference between the level of failure, but in each case, we fail often. Here's the thing, friends. We all fail. I have certainly failed. I've had complete disasters in my life, in my health, in my finances. I had a failed marriage. I've had failure in, in uh, all kinds of areas in life. And the idea is to keep coming back. If you stay stuck in your failure, you will be uh, drowning in the, in the uh, malaise of mediocrity. So why is it then, friends, that failure destroys some people and doesn't destroy others? How can we deal with this issue of failure and not get stuck there, not let it be final? Well, what I want to encourage you, friends, is not to live life like you're on eggshells, not to tiptoe towards the grave, try to avoid failure. The idea here, friends, is to live your life and to embrace life and understand when failure comes, that's a part of the deal. That's part of the process and just dust yourself off and keep on going. Here's just a few thoughts about failure that I want to share with you today that you might find helpful. See, I think too many people concentrate on failure. They focus on that instead of success. And too few concentrate on success instead of failure. In other words, how we think about things makes a difference. Maybe you've heard of the great tightrope walking family called the Walenda family. Well, all the way back in 1978, they had a terrible disaster where Carl Walenda, the patriarch of the family, uh, fell off a tape of a tight wire in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and was killed. What was found out by from his wife afterwards is that he approached that tightrope walk differently than he had almost any other others that he had ever done. She said he thought all the time about falling before he went on that but on that uh, tightrope walk, as opposed to succeeding. Whereas before, his mind was always on succeeding, looking straight ahead. And so it really was not a surprise to his wife that he fell, because he was thinking about falling. When you pour our energies, friends, into winning and to succeeding rather than failing, we're going to be much better suited to, to succeeding. If we think and focus about failure, well, it's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy in many cases. The thing is, if we fail, let's not focus on that. Let's focus on getting back up and succeeding. And so a lot of people view, uh, another thing I think, a lot of people view their failures as a foe. If you treat your failure as a friend, that is a learning experience, then you can move on in such a way to have more, to have more success in your life. Failure doesn't have to be a foe. It can be a friend kind of hard to look at it that way. But let's just think about some mistakes that you may have made in your life or mine. I bet you you learned some lesson from the mistakes that, that you made. Let's think about it in terms of, of even athletics, like baseball we talked about before. We talked about baseball in terms of, you know, three out of, if you hit a 300 hitter, uh, then you are doing pretty good. But a good baseball player or a good person in sports learns from their mistakes and corrects them 
and gets better the, the, the next time. In other words, a lot, a lot of times a 300 hitter used to be a 200 hitter, but they learned how to read pitchers. They learned how to uh, improve their stance and their swing, and they used coaches to help them get better. They still fail, but they look to get better. Get better. Too many people view failure in their life as a monument. That is, they see that is. They see the failure as this is what happened to me in my life, and therefore I'm stuck there. You know, I I had an accident and I was injured, or I had a divorce and that crippled me emotionally, or I had a uh, a bankruptcy and that messed me up financially. And they focus on that as a monument rather than seeing failure as a moment. If you see failure as a moment, that you can just deal with it in the moment and then move on. That's where we can be. Don't wear failure on your neck like a burden that you need just to, you know, uh, to just carry with you all the time. Uh, see your failure a, 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 as, a, as a monument. Most things don't come right, right the first time, do they? They just don't. You've got to learn. You almost always fail when you first start doing something. So the idea here is to fail forward for success. Successful people build monuments instead to their success. When they've had success, that's what you need to think about and dwell on and build on your successes. Unsuccessful people build monuments to their failures, and that keeps them stuck. Abraham Lincoln said, My great concern is not whether you have failed, but whether you are content with your failures. I am convinced, people, my friends, that a lot of people would choose kind of the malaise of mediocrity or failures because it's somewhat comfortable to stay there rather than to take the risk and the chance to succeed. A lot of people view failure outwardly and too many view fail too few view failure inwardly. That is, they believe how it looks to other people makes all the difference. Whereas really it's the inward life that makes all the difference. So I want to encourage you to, to, to do that, to look inwardly and change yourself from the inside out. Failure is only a failure if we stay stuck there. Too many people fail successfully, and too few people successfully fail. You get that? We need to not be engrossed with our failure, but to successfully fail. I've heard some people talk about failing quick. Failing quick, and that's in the technological world, and many people involved with the uh, writing code and so on. Fail quickly in order to make progress. In the Bible, the Apostle Paul said, Now I want you to, uh, to know and to continue to rest assured that what happened to me, that's when Paul was in prison, for instance, was actually only served to advance and give a renewed impetus to the spreading of the good news. So the Apostle Paul saw his imprisonment not as a failure, but as a means to do some good stuff. How do we successfully fail, friends? Let me give you a couple of thought, thoughts on that. You see, to successfully fail means it can motivate us, motivate us to keep trying. Don't stay stuck. Let our failure be a motivator. Don't let your setbacks, you know, put you down. Don't let that be your finish. Let that be just a you know, a, a detour, and you eventually can come out on top. Another thing, when we successfully fail, we can discover 
how our failing can help us understand the ways that we need to change. That is, we can learn from our mistakes and then see some different options of some ways that we can approach our problems the next time around. Another thing we can do with our failures is we can then discover something about our own selves, about our true nature. You know, if you read about great people, great biographies of people who have succeeded and failed, Churchill comes to mind. He had some great setbacks, but then when the war, World War II came around, he was the right man at the right time, and he, he came through to be successful, overcoming his failures. So another thing, friends, is that too many people uh, never start because of their fear of failure. They think things got to be perfect right out of the gate. And too few never quit because of failure. I just want to encourage you to not be a quitter, to stay in the game. Understand failure is not final. Samuel Johnson, a, a great writer, said, Nothing will ever be attempted if all possible obstacles must first be removed. Start, friends. If you want to succeed, you need to start. And when failure comes, overcome it. You can do that. We don't have to be at the top of the ladder to start off with things. You need to make advancement to get better. You just got to keep trying and keep working, keep persevering. That's what we're trying to do here at the Pathway to Promise podcast. Give you some tools, give you some means, give you some inspiration to help you keep going. Because adversity does strike all of us. You know, be it a death in the family, or we get a diagnosis of a terrible disease like cancer, or we have a divorce or a relationship breakup, or we, we're in debt, we're in bankruptcy, or we have depression that develops us because something that's happened. It happens to all of us. Certainly it's happened to me. We choose whether we stay stuck and let that failure crush us. We can choose to know that there's something better. I like to call that the promised life, that God has a promised life for you of peace that's peace of mind, of prosperity, that's good health, that's financial vitality, that's uh, having the good things in life, and of purpose, that is having meaningfulness in your life, having something to do that is a contribution to others. You can do that. We can be helpful here at the Pathway to Promise. Go to our website, pathwayofpromise.com, pick up our free gift there for, for you. Also check out some of our past episodes. It could all be helpful to you. And stay tuned as we have more interviews and more things we do here on the Pathway to Promise. Because we're here to help you overcome adversity to achieve your promised life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Until next time, friends, this is Dr. Brad Miller encouraging you to keep your promises because there's power in a promise kept. Thanks so much for taking the Pathway to Promise with Dr. Brad Miller. As a subscriber, you'll be a vital part of the Pathway to Promise community. Visit us on the web at pathwaypromise.com. Until next time, remember to stay on your Pathway to Promise.